Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger from J. Rieger & Co., joined by my buddy, Matt Basinger of SwellSpark. We, at the request of our guest today, have shots of whiskey all in front of us. Uh, we're drinking our straight rye whiskey. It's a big shot that you got for me today. Well, you know what, <laughs> wow. buddy? You deserve the best, always. <laughs> we're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, and today's episode is brought to you by Prize Bank, member FDIC. Uh, we've got a guest that we've been absolutely cracking up with before the show today, Maria Maffrey of BNIM. She is their chief business development officer. Maria, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be with you guys. Maria, the first part of the show, we're going to guess the acronym of what BNIM, BNIM stands for. Andy, okay. what do you got? All right. Um, <laughs> bodies <laughs> not in motion. Minnesota. <laughs> That's accurate. That's really close. Really Maria, close. What what do you what do you do? So, um, what do I do, or what does what is BNIM about? Both. Okay, <laughs> BNIM. It's funny that you were trying to guess the acronym because there is this whole thing within the design community about acronyms, right? Because there are a lot of firms with letters like sure. HNTB and BNIM and. Um, CDFM squared at the time. So anyway, it was just funny that you was sort of led with that. But BNIM, um, our core purpose, as we say, is we deliver beautiful living environments that inspire change and enhance the human condition. So we really are a design firm. We're really about making uh, the world a better place and making our cities livable and our communities you know, outstanding. Um, and so that's what BNIM is about. Yeah. So, so sorry, the acronym thing, I just got to say it because nope. we, we have fun on the show. Uh, have you guys seen the movie War Dogs with Jonah Hill? Nope. I have not. Oh, so they become like overnight, they start looking at government contracts online and they start this company to like be like warlords of like buying guns and transferring them anyway. It's a comedy. Uh, and there's a scene when they're all in the boardroom with their new hires and all they do is scour these government contracts. And one of them asks what the acronym of the company that they just made up overnight stands for because they wanted it to sound official. And so they made it these acronyms. And Jonah Hill goes, it doesn't stand for anything, just like IBM. They don't stand for anything. <laughs> and the, the boy goes, uh, international business machines? And he goes, what did you just say? And he goes, IBM stands for international business machines. And he goes, get out of the office. You're fired. <laughs> that is, yep. Yeah, we will speak good. in as many acronyms as possible. Um, you have been with BNIM, BNIM for quite some time. So it maybe just walk me through like the brief history of how you got into this world and then what your growth within the company has looked like over the last 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I'm an anomaly in this world, in this era. Um, I've pretty much built my career at BNIM. Um, and I would say what brought me to BNIM is fate. <laughs> Um, and what's kept like me it. there is um, just their vision and, you know, again, core purpose. Yeah. I just have fallen in love with it. But basically, um, out of college, came back to Kansas City, was taking a gap year before it became a thing. Yep. Um, and uh, I ended up at BNIM as a temp. And, um, you know, they knew that I was not going to stay there. I was not going to be permanent. I was going to go back to school in a year, get my grad graduate degree. Um, but I ultimately ended up falling in love with the firm's mission and the people. And at the time, we were 38 people mm. um, based in Kansas City. Um, and, we, uh, you know, they wanted to grow, and I wanted to grow. And so, um, you know, as the firm grew, and so we've 
grown outside of Kansas City, obviously. Um, We're sought after nationally and even internationally. We're working in 27 countries right now. (laughs) So, you know, with the growth of the firm, I was able to kind of help shape the culture of the firm, shape the growth of the firm. um, And as the firm grew, my, my role grew. Yeah. So, so, I mean, are you chief business development officer for the Midwest, for the country, for the world? For the, for the <laughs> entire world. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, for the entire organization. What has it... So it's partially your vision now that you're... You were talking about what's kept you there is the company vision, but technically... I mean, it's, you've I've, gotten to work your vision into that probably. I have been a part of helping to develop the vision and implement it. So when you started, uh, you know, Andy and I are running businesses that are six years old, respectively, and we're still very, you know, we're out of maybe the early entrepreneur phase into a startup phase or small business phase. And you've got to see that transition. Right. You know, like how has, what has that been like to be with this small company, you said 28 employees and 30 years later, you're you're in more countries almost than you had employees when you got going. Right. (laughs) That's a good point. Well, it's interesting. And I mean, you can imagine in 30 years, we've had a lot of different iterations. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of the things that's been great about BNIM is that it hasn't just remained like a legacy firm. It has continued to be entrepreneurial. We um, encourage that of our employees and our teams. And so our firm has grown to just being in Kansas City. Right now, we're in San Diego and Des Moines also and Philadelphia. Okay. And the growth of the firm in those markets has been organic. Mm. Um, rather than saying we want to, you know, plant a firm in this in this region or in this city, we've allowed people that have come from Kansas City essentially and said we want to grow, we want to grow BNIM's presence. Um, we've allowed them to do that and really helped support them in that endeavor. Yeah. So you like to spend all your time in Des Moines and no time in your San Diego <laughs> office. Is that what I'm hearing? You should ask me how many times I've been to Des Moines in the last three years and how many times I've been to California. <laughs> how many times have you been to Des Moines in the last three years and how many times have you been to California? I think I've been to Des Moines two times and I mm-hmm. think I've been to California 30 Oh, I was actually expecting your answer to be the complete opposite with how you posed it. Okay, cool. So That's what I would be as well. When you introduced BNIM, uh, you had a pretty lofty, big words as far as what you all do, maybe on a more literal, tangible sense. Like, who do you all focus on? Who are your customers? What's the typical group of folks that you're serving? Sure. So... Um, Just to back up, so we are a multidisciplinary firm, so that means we have architects, interior designers, planners, landscape architects, and graphic designers. So just to kind of give you a sense of, because I kind of gave you a very big core purpose. Sure. So Um, anybody looking to work in those departments, call Maria. Exactly, exactly. And um, who we serve, we serve a lot of different client types. I would say we do a lot of higher ed work, Mm -hmm. um, and that's national. We do work with the federal government, so the Department of State, that's what's taken us sort of international and the GSA. Um, But then we also do a lot of work for developers um, and corporate companies, um, you know, um, Fortune 500 companies that we can never name. Um, except to say Fortune 500 companies. I could probably pronounce it. You probably could. Yeah. It, you know, starts with a Q, and They probably with an have M. acronyms, <laughs> maybe. Starts with a C. Yeah, they're all acronyms. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so um, our, our client group is varied. Um, what sure. we don't do, you know, Kansas City happens to be the mecca 
of sports architecture. Yep. Um, so we don't do sports architecture. We don't do healthcare. Sure. Um, but we do just about every other project type. So, you know, like Swellspark, we have Blade and Timber, we have Breakout, and so we're going into new cities and we're doing 6,000 foot TI builds. Is that like way below the scope of work that you typically do or Absolutely is that? Absolutely not, okay. absolutely not. We do um, TI work for, I mean, the, count, the county of San Diego mm -hmm. for, you know, all kinds of companies to very large, significant um, projects yeah. like the Kauffman Center for Performing Arts or the you know, block building at the Nelson Atkins yeah. Museum. When you're helping customers, clients, prospective customers and clients, I mean, there there is so much, especially for someone who's maybe uneducated and wants to start a store of just like how you go from an idea to a thing that exists. Right. Do you help folks? I mean, are you running point on like, hey, here's the contractors we're going to use. Here's how we're going to design meeting with them. Here's the bank that we're going to use. You're going to go through Emprise, or are you, <laughs> or are you kind of um, taking the lead from the customers or clients themselves as far as, hey, we've already identified this, this, and that, and and here's your role that we're asking you to do. That's very, very narrow. When um, when clients hire us, we're helping them to develop their their vision for what they want, their program. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're actually helping them with the physical aspects of it. Oh. You know, you say you want a new studio or a new store. Um, what does that really mean? What What does that really look like? Um, we don't We don't typically deal with the financing, right? Obviously. However, that being said, we do work with developers, and so sometimes we are involved in you know creating pro formas and things sure. like that. Okay. Uh, so so I've I've said this to to people in the past, and it's always something where you know, architecture game and really all the things that you've said you guys do that are part of projects, at least. Um, building those relationships with, when when someone calls, right, you're a chief business development officer. You probably talk to big, massive companies down to, you know, the little guys like Matt Basinger and Andy Rieger <laughs> uh, that are looking to just do, like, one thing at a time. Yeah. Uh, having those relationships on the financial side, where you say, oh, yeah, you know, all of our projects that we vet and we do, we like to recommend them to our friends at Emprise or yeah. whoever, right? right they don't right. want it to be just singular. Everybody, sh this is not financial advice. Do your own research. <laughs> uh, but just being able to, like, really offer more or less that next connection as well of, hey, we don't do this, but we're going to need to get paid. So you got to make sure your funding source is lined up. Because so often entrepreneurs like Matt, you know, are illiterate when it comes to numbers. Right. And Thanks, so buddy. being able to get people <laughs> that, that can actually like help you look through those things. But yeah. Uh, or, or you at least tell them about the cookies in the lobby at all the Emprise Bank locations and how they're so amazing that you just need to go in there, <laughs> just eat the cookies because if you don't go in there, at then at least consider Emprise you're, you're, you're wasting the cookies. That's what we say. Yes. yes. So the last year yeah. in general design building construction has been a boom for a lot of folks. It's been really challenging because of just the logistical complications that are going on in the construction world. How has business been for you all? It's been interesting. Um, we've had, I mean, we have a lot of starts and stops, right? Mm -hmm. Because of COVID and everything else and making adjustments. And remember, we're on the design side, so mm -hmm. the upfront side. Yeah. Um, so I think it's been sort of interesting. And from a um, pursuit perspective, when we're going after work, what we're finding is a lot more people are going after work. So sure. people that you don't typically see that are pursuing $12 million projects, for instance, are going after it, you know, from an international or national scale. Sure. Um, so it's kind of been, it's been interesting to see that take place over 
the last, what, 18 months. Yeah. I want to go back in time just a little bit because I think the transition one of going from a Kansas City-based project to a not Kansas City-based project has to be like a really thoughtful consideration for a company. Right. But going from a national U.S.-based project to an international project, like how do you make that decision as a company of like, yeah, we can, we can, we have to do this in centimeters now instead of <laughs> right. like how do Meters. you sure exactly. yeah how do you exactly. what was that transition like when you're like you know what we're going to be an international business you know that's an interesting question because first of all our clients through the department of state right are all through the federal government so mm -hmm. we're not dealing with every single governmental agency sure um, we're dealing through the federal government mm -hmm. but it was a serious consideration because we knew that the work that we were going to do was quite different than the work that we were you know people that are based in Kansas City that like making a difference in their community, we're gonna feel very differently every time they had to get on a plane to go to Vienna or Uganda, yeah. right? Um, it's just a very different mindset. Sure. Um, so we did make a point to ask our employees, engage to make sure that we were gonna have people that were gonna be excited about working on international projects and traveling in that way. How are you guys doing with employees right now? I mean, we're, we're mid-September of 2021. Has that been an issue for you guys, filling voided jobs, people leaving, trying to hire new people for growth? What's that looked like for you all? We have not had um, uh, any significant changes. So the good news is, you know, the culture of the firm is such that we've been able to retain um, the really quality people that we have. So we haven't lost people. Um, we haven't been doing a lot of hiring because, as I said, you know, we've sort of been a lot of some of our projects are just sort of ramping up mm -hmm. and. Um, and all of that is happening. So we've been able to kind of maintain. And we, I mean, when we are looking for key staff, it is competitive out there right now. I mean, we hear a lot of architects say they can't find people. Wow. Um, but we, we've been fortunate to be able to find really quality people. Have you been able to grow your employee base during this time period? Or Has that tried been to, the plan? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, have you are you slightly down from when COVID started? Sort of where are you guys at numerically? I think we might be slightly down from when COVID started. Um, and I think, again, that was just sort of organic, you know, mm. people making different changes. But um, we haven't grown, for sure. Um, but we're about where we are. Yeah. And what were some of the reasons why people were leaving you all? I mean, was it like, hey, I, I just want to stay at home. I no longer want to be in the working world. I found another architecture firm that I want to go work for. No. So first of all, I should tell you that we are still not back in the office full time. Okay. Um, and we, you know, we have a 97% vaccination rate. Um, but we've let our employees sort of guide us in that way. Sure. Um, and say, you are welcome to come into the office. Here are some some of the protocols. If you know, you went to Garth Brooks, you need a quarantine for 14 days, sure. sort of a thing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, um, you know, I think that what we offer our employees, they've found it very appealing. And so we haven't lost people because of that. If we've lost people, it's been because, you know, um, well, we had one person who whose uh, visa expired mm. and so wasn't able to kind of stay here. Sure. Um, we've had um, some people that have just, you know, decided not to work. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> you know, a thing. that's a big yeah. trend that's right now. Yeah. We haven't ha we haven't seen that a lot, but um, yeah, we just we really haven't lost a lot of people. Yeah. So, what are some of the big exciting projects that that you are working on at this point? 
Um, so um, we have some really exciting projects right now, right? Uh, one in Kansas City you mm -hmm. may have heard about is the Green Line um, Loop, and that is creating a 10-mile recreational loop around downtown Kansas awesome. City. And so it is basically taking unused roadways, unused um, railroad tracks, and connecting them to the green spaces in the city. Wow. So it's meant to be similar to Atlanta's Beltline. Huh. So it's going to be a really cool um, project that's going to help revitalize downtown and bring more green space. And a lot of people are really energized about that. That's something we're working on in Kansas City. Yeah. And then for the city of Las Vegas, um, we were just recently hired by the city of Las Vegas to help them with their civic plaza, their downtown civic plaza, and uh, create a new office building, a couple okay. office buildings. And what we're doing there is helping them um, connect to nature and help them address, you know, some of the global issues that we're all addressing right now, which sure. is... Um, carbon and water issues and so they have the city has a 2050 plan hmm. um, to be net zero energy and net zero carbon God, it just seems like las vegas should be have so much solar power that they should <laughs> right? be the first city to be off of <laughs> yeah. the and they do grid. i mean they have right they 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 need help with all of that and yeah. they expect to grow by 300,000 residents. Sure. And so we're helping them to imagine what that is and doing it in a in a really humane and beautiful way. That's awesome. Well, hey, we are getting close to being over time, so I'm gonna switch subjects completely. Okay. Not business related. What is the coolest thing that you've ever done? You can't say like marriage or kids or like it, we're talking just like fun. And it can't be the fun. can't be the shot of whiskey that we took right before the show. Cannot be and it, no. Okay. Well, um, I love to travel. My family loves to travel, and we love to, you know, go, go to all kinds of different locations. So there's not one thing is not one thing that I've done, but you know, things like um, biking down Haleakala was kind mm. of a highlight. Um, That's hiking, in Hawaii, by the Hawaii, way. Hawaii, where Small in Scott Maui. Has two locations. Excellent. There you go. Um, <laughs> hiking the Gros Piton in Saint Lucia. I don't know if either of you guys have done no that. No locations there. Yeah. Okay, no locations there. How about, um, what was the other thing? Oh, zip lining in Hawaii over awesome. the valleys. Yeah. In Maui. Well, we got we got to have some Hawaii talk after the show. But. Yes. Well, so, 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 where, so where have you yes. gone that people normally listening probably haven't been to? Uh, Indonesia, which is where I'm from. It's getting more and more popular of a destination, though, I feel. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I don't know how to transition out because now we're just talking travel, but I, I have to do it. This is let me be brief, and we're we're at we're almost not to be brief. So it went fast. It did. It did. Maria, thank you so much on behalf of Emprise Bank, member FDIC, the Let It Fly Media Studios, uh, Jay Rieger and Co. Swell Spark. We really appreciate you making time for us today and sharing a little bit what you're up to, and we wish you continued growth and success. And, and thanks for making Kansas City such an amazing place to live. Thank you so much. Great to be with you guys.